everybody. Welcome to the As You Are podcast. My name is Leslie Vanergans. I'm the founder of Enso Coaching and Consulting, and I'm here with one of our amazing coaches, Kathleen. And we have special guests from Dear Dry Drinkery here in Austin, Grace Vroom and Joe Patterson. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Good, good. Coming up on, I'm speaking of Dear Dry Drinkery, coming up on the tail end of Dry January. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are tired uh, and ecstatic. It's yeah. been um, it's been a wild ride to to go through our first dry January as Austin's right now only uh, non alcoholic bottle shop. Oh my and um, it's it was a blast. And um, <laughs> and we'll be you know hibernating for the next yeah. uh, eleven months. It was exhausting, and we you know far exceeded even our wildest expectations. So, oh really? Yeah, it was successful for sure. That's good. Yeah. That's super exciting. Okay. Well, first of all, how we know each other is we all work together. At least the three of us work together. Kathleen, we'll be talking. No, yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. All right. All right. I could be working with you. Yeah. Potential. <laughs> so we all work together for, I mean, several years. Yeah. Joe and I work together from like an events, you know, mm-hmm. team capacity. And I mean, Grace, we just knew each other and loved I, each other. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was like, I heard it was fun. And um, and Joe and I just can't help but work together yeah. all the time. I mean, I love that. <laughs> Wait, how how is that? How is that for you guys? Like working together as a spouse? Easy. Fun? I mean, that's how we... <laughs> Like, like, we're going to say the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it's how we met. I mean, we met. Oh. Uh, so I'm from Boston. Grace lived in Boston for a long time. We uh, worked together for the same marketing agency, and we became really close. So I think we already come at it from, like, a understanding of each other's professional tendencies and things like that. And, yeah, for me, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but... No, I, I was, I was like, easy, right? Um, uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I think that's, that's why we chose to continue working together. I think we you know, we share a lot of the same values and a lot of the same aspirations. And, um, and honestly, people come up and they're like, work with my partner. And in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't I want to like, he already knows, he already knows my flaws. He already knows my, (laughs) my strengths, my few strengths. And then, um, we, we just know how to work together. So why wouldn't we, it just flows easier. If I, if I bring in a business partner and I don't know how they work in stressful situations already, right. there's going to be so much more time spent learning that. We already did that. Yeah. Um, and if we if there's a problem to solve, we, we're used to that. And so we know how to do that um, quickly and effectively. That's amazing. And at the end of the day, whatever Grace says goes. And <laughs> I, I understand that. I Brilliant. acknowledge that. I, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so um, so after we kind of our our working relationship was all over, we kind of like left close to around, around the same time. time. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing that you guys had opened a uh the dry, the Deer Dry Drinkery in a in a truck. It was like a mobile truck, right? Yeah. What do, you, what do they call them? Trailer. Trailer. Yeah. 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 Mobile in a mobile trailer, and then we got to see. You know, we stopped by for the inaugural kickoff. So, like, talk to us about like how did you guys get to just that spot? Like building that. You know that the the mobile trailer. Yeah. Um. Like so, I was born May twelfth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a whole um, journey, of course. So there's always a journey. I, I mean, um, and we can we can get to sort of the inspiration for all of it, but but we. When we moved to Austin, I I was getting sober and um and it was taking it was taking a while and I would sort of start and then stop and and it took a while and and Joe was just like well I'll I'll get sober as well and of course my initial reaction was like actually you should be drinking everything and I'm so sorry and this is a burden for you and he was just like stop 
We're going to do this together. Um, so already incredible partner on so many levels. Um, but socializing in Austin was just really difficult if you weren't drinking. Um, it was really isolating to be the only one if you were making friends who wasn't having a fizzing, bubbling, beautiful cocktail brought to your uh, table. Or if you wanted to go to an event, it was always sponsored by some big alcohol company. Um, and so we developed sort of Topo Chico fatigue is what we call it. <laughs> and we were like, we can only drink so many sparkling waters in one night. So we knew we wanted, we just just kept thinking about what we wanted um, for us. And because we knew other people felt that way as well. It, it can just be isolating um, in so many ways. And so we went through a couple of different iterations, but uh, of what we wanted to do. And then we found a company that was doing these sort of custom built trailers. Mm. And we thought, we wanted to open up sort of a space um, where we could sell these drinks. Um, but but Sands Bar is actually, it's a non-alcoholic uh, bar. It's the first one in the country in Austin. Mm-hmm. So we knew they were great. We They were supportive of, of us. We loved going to, to that bar. We wanted to know how we could get those drinks. And so we could buy them online. It would cost us, you know, you have to buy a case and then shipping. And they, this one comes from Canada. And we were spending so much money um, just getting them shipped to us only to go, oh, this one actually isn't what we thought it was. So we wanted a, we long story longer, we wanted a space, um, but we wanted it to be ours. We wanted to sort of own it. And so that felt very on brand with Austin, sort of mm-hmm. this food truck culture that we have here. Um, and it just felt doable for us to have something that we owned. We could we could take to events um, in a very event heavy city. Um, and so we we got this trailer uh, during a time when supply chain was a little insane, but we made it work. Um, we opened it up and and we were honored you were at our our opening night of that. Oh, it was so yeah. fun. It was so fun. <laughs> so and sweet. I and I do want to add to that. Like we wanted to open up a brick and mortar space and we went to you know look at spaces with realtors and everyone laughed in our face. They were like, You want to open up a what? Non-alcoholic. Who the hell wants to who care? Why would anyone <laughs> want to come to that? Yeah. Uh so we, you know, our second choice, our backup option was like, all right, we'll put it on wheels and we'll go to where people are. Yeah. Um and that proved to be successful and, you know, that sort of landed us into the position to open up a brick and mortar eventually. So can you talk a little bit about like what was the kind of growth trajectory of the of the of the mobile um, dry drinkery and then and then how that kind of propelled into the, the brick and mortar? Yes, we can. Um, uh, it, it So we we had this sort of custom built trailer, which, again, we were like, so cute. We'll put it on wheels and uh, and we'll take it to events. Um, turned out kind of heavy. Um, <laughs> you know, like it was just one of those things where we were we just really wanted um, again, we wanted it to be ours. We had had all these landlords say, you're going to get a five year lease. You don't know. This is a concept that just hasn't been proven in this city yet. Um Bottle shops like this had opened up in New York and L.A., but just not in not even in Texas yet. And so um, so then, you know, but you have to get a certain type of car that can carry that. I'm driving this thing. Um, we're city kids, you know, <laughs> like I was, I was like, are you going to put the generator on? We both have Birkenstocks. What's happening? And um, <laughs> and so uh, so, you know, and we ended up finding a space at like at a food truck park Um but that also was a little difficult because um, people couldn't sort of come in and look at the bottles. Um, they couldn't really feel sort of the energy, I guess, that we were trying to um, 
to to put out there around like why these things were so dear to us um, and and how they helped facilitate these dear moments. And so mainly it was people like, I got a falafel. I'm walking around like, what? I'll you know, or I'll do two tequila shots. It's non-alcoholic. And so we would just have to sort of explain this a lot. But it, it was still doing really well. Then we had a brand come up to us um, at a South by event that we hosted. And they were like, we want to be featured in shops. We don't want to be at the back of liquor stores. We don't want to be on just one shelf at Central Market. We want to be featured um, in a shop that only has non-alcoholic beverages. And I know for myself, when I wanted to go buy these things in person and go look at them and sort of see what, you know, how I could use them, um, I would say, Joe, I need you to come with me to this liquor store because this is triggering for me as as an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted something where you didn't have to have that sort of possibly negative or triggering experience. Um, so so he sort of talked to us about he was really just encouraging this this CEO of a, a local brand on just let's go look at spaces again. And we were like, look, we know we've been out there. They don't like us. <laughs> and then we started going out and everyone something had shifted mm-hmm. and everyone was like, oh, finally. Oh, yes. You guys are going to love this space. And we were like, oh. <laughs> and so. um so we ended up finding a really great spot on the east side. What was nice about the trailer was it helped us learn about our customer, mm. learned about what they wanted, learned about um, we had been making mixed drinks from the trailer as well. We learned that they were really just wanting to know more about the products that went into that so they could entertain, so they could learn and experiment on their own. Um, and so we wanted the east side where it was more walkable. Um, we wanted to be near restaurants. So if people were... Honestly, what's great now is people will go get barbecue down the street and then they go, I'm too full. And then they sort of wobble into our shop and, and then we can just sort of express what what we've got going on. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we have a really great landlord now who just he was like, look, let's just figure this out, um, put some shelves up and and go. And so it's, you know, a lot of people along the way who were just saying, let's try this out. Let's give this a shot. And that support has been really helpful. Yeah. My gosh, it's like takes a lot of bravery to go stick your neck out and do something that nobody has done before. Like, what was it that kind of motivated you guys to to take that chance? I think it was the idea that we wanted something that we wish we had when we stopped drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and like I said, we had seen it work in New York. We'd seen it work in L.A. One had popped up in Houston maybe a year or two prior. Uh, so we knew the idea was feasible. We knew that there was a demand for it. And the trailer, you know, showed us that as well. People would come by. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank God you guys are here. We're so happy to hear. And if that was the reaction we were getting on, on that like smaller scale, we knew if we expanded it, more people would find us, more people would be appreciated of what we were doing, uh, and we could just help more people. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I, I from what I'm hearing too in this, it's, um, and I think it's a cool business model where it's like you can experience a need, and if it's something that you're experiencing. Probably there are other people experiencing it Absolutely. as well. And so having that business driven by like, what what do I need in order to to feel like I'm part of whatever the setting is, right? Like inclusivity yeah. is a huge thing. I mean, the best businesses like look for where the gap is yeah. and yeah. stick themselves in the gap. So that's exactly yeah. what you guys have done, yeah. which is amazing. Totally. And and I think, you know, something that we both have done is we've we've supported entrepreneurs through a lot of our career. Mm-hmm. And we um and we thought like, huh, these guys are crazy. But but we I think we also we we learned a lot from watching entrepreneurs um, 
launch different businesses. And we were like, we can be behind the scenes and we can handle the details and the logistics so you can go dream. And so for us to feel like we could be the the dreamers, um, but also have the skills to implement um it's been wild. Um, but but really fun and 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 nice to be able to be the ones to say, yes, you look for the gap mm-hmm. and you go for it, even if people say that there is that there isn't a gap there. Mm. Even in like the places where we would pull the truck up, I mean, people would come up as we were loading in and they would say, Oh my gosh, I've been sober for two days. Uh, you know, this is incredible. <laughs> and we were like, gosh, like, all right, add you to the list. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. it was incredible. That's amazing. I'm going to just also hop in with a, like a slight observation and keeping it a little personal here. So I've been sober like my whole life. Oh, wow. um, and I'm just someone who like, sorry, alcohol never appealed to me. <laughs> that must <laughs> be is, nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> you. Over here. Yeah. Um, and I used to joke with friends because like when I was younger in my 20s and living in New York, the amount of times people would be like, come on, just drink, just like try a drink. And I would joke that what I wanted to do was order like a dirty martini without the alcohol and just the olives. So like <laughs> yeah, I wanted like yeah. a glass with with the olives. And um, I have found in my own experience lately that when I am in a bar setting and I tell the bartenders that I'm sober, just like how much they light up now yeah. with the like, oh, cool. We have, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yes. So that's yeah. what y'all are selling, love right? That brand. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, one of our top sellers. Yeah, we love that. We love. Totally. And and I think, um, uh, not to overuse the word shift, but um, but that's definitely happening a lot. And and a lot of people are, um, you know, th- again, you just want to be, you don't want to be at the kids' table mm-hmm, just because right. you don't drink. And whether it's you never did, you don't want to that night, or it's hour two of starting a new journey for you, you should be able to have something that's tasty, that is sexy, that's compelling, that's... Um, that means you're part of the party. Um, if it has, if it's just a jar of olives, you know, great. Yeah. Let you know, you know. So, um, yeah, I think it's and and for a long time we were, we've just all been told and all been taught that alcohol is the only way you can celebrate. It's the only way that you can grieve. It's the only way that you can uh, relax, socialize. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, in in our experiences in our careers. We've seen how people network and get to know each other and connect with each other and or think that they're connecting with each other um, and, and realize. And booth has to be the central yeah. piece of that. Yeah. If you don't have a bar, then what the hell are you even having a party for? Why are you having a reception? Yeah. No point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it seems like there is there is a little bit of, to your point, a shift where there is a lot more people kind of talking about like either being sober or being sober curious mm-hmm. and having some of these options. And it seems like there's so many like options out there. I mean, like yeah. it feels like there's, you know, a, a new brand that's popping up that's like alcohol free or has like aptogens or all totally. of those things. So how do you guys kind of decide what goes on the shelves? Great yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. So there are little thousands of brands and, and seemingly more popping up by the day. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> or so, alcohol brands 
de-alcoholic white yeah. blood yeah. zero yeah. happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Seltzer. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. basically yeah. this guy. Yeah. 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 Right. But okay. Don't yeah. say that to them. They'll be very. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I take it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, there are a lot of uh, labels out there. And so we keep a like highly curated selection of items because again, you know, there are shops out there that carry hundreds, if not thousands of things. And uh, people can walk in there and be very overwhelmed, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're new to that journey. Like you, you don't want to look at 20 different bottles of, you know, not a collect wine because, you know, you just want one that, you know, is going to be good and going to be comparable to what you're used to. Um, so all that to say, we carry, you know, a handful of each thing, uh, ones that we, we've ta- tasted and tested and, and can stand behind, or uh, it comes from someone that we trust and, and you know, value their opinion, they've recommended that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when you walk in, you know, we have a very firm uh, idea of what it's going to taste like. Uh, if you give us any idea of what you like, we can lead you to something in that direction. And, you know, you can walk away with something that, you know, we know that you're going to enjoy. Oh, love that. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to like stick still in the personal realm too of just like what have been some of the moments in customer interface that have just like really stood out to you? I mean, those are the things that drive us. Yeah. So we and and honestly, it's um as if we don't talk enough to each other all day, <laughs> every day. You know, it's constantly I'm texting Joe, going, telling him another story that's that's been... It's our favorite thing to talk about at the end of the day. Because this stuff is very taxing, honestly, emotionally, physically. Like, we're having to carry boxes. We're having to stock shell. Like, it, you know, it takes a lot of time, energy. Uh, and, you know, we have other jobs and responsibilities and things like that that we're working on uh, in conjunction with trying to build this brand and build this shop. Uh, so when people come in, they're like, thank God you guys are here. I've been sober for X amount of time and uh, it's just been really tough because I do feel isolated. I don't know how to talk you know, with, with my family about it and I feel like I'm on an island by myself during the holidays and like we, you know, they share that piece of themselves that means so much to us that they would, you know, feel comfortable to do that and we can supply them with something that makes them feel a little less alone. Mm. Um, that, yeah, means the world to us. Yeah. And and like specifically during the holidays, I was even shocked at how many people just said, look, I'm trying to get sober for the hundredth time or I'm trying to quit drinking. I don't want to have that conversation with my family right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go see all of them. I don't want to sit down and express what's happening. So I want to bring something that looks like a bottle of tequila and I'm just going to pour it into the margaritas. And I'm going to say this is my brand. And it's just I get to have that conversation on my timeline without someone going, are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Or are, you know, or oh, what's yeah. going on? Or yeah. what? just have a shot with us and just yeah. sort of eliminate that. Um, and then there's people who come in and go, I'm on day seven of my sobriety and I'm just can't get the craving of a glass of wine out of my brain, like out of my brain. And so what can just help me through that? And I remember being exactly in that same spot and what I, I would just take a bottle of Pellegrino and I would just chug the bottle going like, this is champagne you know, or whatever. <laughs> and like now I'm like, oh, we have like a beautiful Blanc de Blanc that's been, you know, aged for 12 months, um, retains a lot of the flavor of a really sophisticated champagne. Treat yourself with that tonight, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and just enjoy those flavors that have been carefully and thoughtfully curated so that you can have this experience without you know, changing your sobriety without a hangover um, and bringing feelings of, po- you know, potential shame and guilt to you. Yeah. And so things like that recently, I mean, those ones in particular have been 
really moving mm. for me. Mm. Yeah. So so um, can you talk to us a little bit about Dear Dry Drink Read, the name, the title? And I heard, I've heard you say dear experiences and, you know, that sort of thing. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. And I think we ultimately, you know, the concept of dear, uh, we just want to help people connect to the moments that they hold dear, to the people they hold dear, um, you know, whether that is their job or their family or their relationship. Um because a lot of times with alcohol, you literally black out. Like you miss out on moments that could potentially be beautiful or memorable. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, with kind of the drinking, we want to help people sort of just form those connections better. Mm. And and sometimes even like with the events that we have, people are like, oh, I feel like I'm drunk. And, you know, and, and we've just been drinking these, you know, canned, uh, you know, not out gin and tonics. And we just sort of like have to be like, yeah, that's called like, you know, excitement about bonding <laughs> with people, you know, and like and sometimes with um with booze, you sort of rob yourself of that where, it, you know, it was really just the euphoria of this, you know, addictive substance that you're drinking mm. um, that's formulated to make you feel that way. But it's um, it's synthetic. It's it's inauthentic oftentimes um, or fleeting, you know, where we had that drunken night. And I'll always remember that night where there's a lot of people who, who do these events and then they go, gosh, like, I'm so glad I made a friend there. And now we're connecting and we're going on these walks and we're doing X, Y, Z. And we're like, yeah, that's the thrill of um, of getting back to, you know, honestly, how we were when we were kids making friends, uh, hopefully sober. And and just, you know, the excitement of just like we connected, you know, we watched the same movies or we like we thought that thing was so funny. Um, and it's great to see people light up in that way. And and that's where the the dear name is like, yes, we want these moments to be so dear to you. These are the moments that that we felt when we were sort of trying these things and hosting things without booze. Those those nights and those moments were so dear to us. Oh. We want to share that. Oh. Um, and we couldn't help with the alliteration. And I love it. Yeah. It's, it's always fun to watch you say dear dry drinkery and yeah. and yeah. really yeah. just make sure people stumble. A vocal it's exercise. Good. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Dear dry drinkery. We're, yeah. We're helping out in more ways than one. Yeah, that's oh, right. right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Afterwards, yeah. our enunciation it's will be, be yes. perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you talked a little bit about like some of the events that you guys have had. And I've seen some stuff in, on the social meds. So can you talk a little bit about like some of the stuff that you guys are doing inside of the shop? Yeah, we're doing, uh, we do dry drinks classes every month. Uh, so it's basically, uh, you know, bartenders will come in and, uh, partner with some of the brands that we carry and teach a group of people, like, how to mix and make beautiful, thoughtful, creative cocktails oh with that stuff. That's so cool. Uh, cause a lot of people are, you know, I don't know, they get in this weird mindset where it's like, a non alcoholic non-alcoholic tequila what do i do with that and like make a margarita like you would <laughs> yeah. normally yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so people just you know and it helps create that community right like people want to be around people who are like-minded and want to share that space with them and again just feel less alone in what they're going through uh as a non-drinker and so we try to cultivate that uh as much as we can uh we do a lot of community events so we did one around like dry january and sober october um Again, we just partner with a brand. Uh, they'll come in and share some of their wares, and we'll just have like food and just have people come in and hang out and like get to know each other and make friends. Because again, it could be really, really isolating uh, to just be in that space and be a non drinker. And there are very few places for people to go, especially in the city where there are two streets literally dedicated to drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It could be it could be tough, uh, and so we just want to help you know as much as we can, just create uh, a space for people to come in and feel. Uh, you know, just welcome and non-judged and, you know, just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's going to be like a sober street. 
Yeah. Like yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah. Second, yeah. fourth, sixth, and maybe eighth. Yeah. 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 Okay. All around. Shut some wheels. Yeah. Um, Love that. And then we also do sort of creative based events. So we do uh, craft and chill events. So people come in and, you know, they just painted succulents last week. And that. we're doing a collage event that's upcoming next month. And so, we, again, like Grace mentioned, like we want people to have that like childlike innocence and fun and feel like you can, uh, you know, just have like fun and be playful and, you know, maybe for an hour or two lose the the restraints of being an adult and the responsibilities and just like just chill. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of normalizing other social behavior beyond here we are centered around a bar. Yeah. I, I think, too, like when I stopped drinking, I realized I was like, oh, God, I hate bars. I yeah. hate bars. I was like, they're boring. Sorry, Joe, but sometimes the sports game that's on yeah. is not appealing. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> unless you're with someone you love. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but but I was like, oh, like these atmospheres, they rely so heavily on the alcohol to to be the entertainment that I, I'm bored. And so it, it helped me sort of hold the spaces I go to to a higher standard mm-hmm. of like, if I'm really going to take my time to leave my house and go here and spend money, um, it it better be a beautiful, f- you know, it better be gorgeous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, all right, take it easy. But, but you know, um, like, you know, we love going to like art installations or just just places that are thoughtfully, you know, made and thought out, thoughtfully thought out genius um and you know but uh but just something in it where you can connect with other people without again like that just reliance on alcohol to be the glue the the party starter all of that um and then a big reason why we sort of we um we selected sort of this it's an old house really that the shop is in that was built in like the 1920s and um it you know we wanted sort of this feeling of like I also remember getting sober and thinking, I actually don't want I don't want to be stuck in a basement for the rest of my life, you know, surrounded by people who seem miserable. That's what I thought sobriety was going to be. <laughs> and so we want we had it's very colorful. It's very there's a lot of sunlight in there. Um, it feels also kind of like a living room. We want that comforting, bright feeling so that when people think of of not drinking alcohol, it doesn't go to you know, smoking outside of a church basement and and just sort of this like grumpy, uh, angry, dark feelings. Again, I had a lot yeah. of preconceived Drinking black coffee. Yeah. 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 Wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. Leather, yeah. Now it kind of sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> reading and yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, just, I don't know where I was going with that, but just, but, but sort of this welcoming, comforting, um, atmosphere that just, um, you know, that just, it's not relying on something synthetic. Yeah, yeah. I have maybe kind of a hope not too difficult question. Y'all are pros. Um, to me, it sounds like y'all are really mission specific and that you've got such a clear vision. And so what have been some of the moments where it feels like something is veering it off course? Uh, I'm like, you can look through our emails. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, it is, it's, it, it can be difficult to to run a successful business that that um that makes money and grows um just based off of gosh we love this you know and gosh this makes us so happy and so there are tedious things like maintaining a vision and and wanting to 
to really spend one-on-one time with quite literally every single customer who comes in and then going, oh, we just got a whole box of broken bottles and we have to now communicate Um you know, that we need a, a return on this or, or whatever, or someone's expecting uh, XYZ shipment in. Just those tedious things that can really go, oh, we thought we loved this. And huh, there's really, there's just everyday logistics that um, that just make it tough and, and take up time that, um, you know, that, that it can veer on the path of like, huh, did we just turn the thing we love into something that... Um, it's just incredibly taxing. Um, yeah. And uh, I would say that convincing other people that it's an actual business too, mm, um, yeah. in a way where like people in, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but people are reaching out wanting to like use our space and it might be like charitable organizations that we, you know, fully support or want to support. And, you know, we still have to pay rent. And so, you know, we can't always lend the space out or, you know, donate product or whatever that looks like because that stuff costs money and we have bills and things to pay. Uh, and so we, it's just sort of bridging that gap of like, how do we show our support for these people and the organizations and a community that we obviously very care so deeply for, but also uh, pay our bills. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a, that's a bit of a catch 22 in that regard too. Yeah. Well, what, um, when you're thinking about, uh, the, the, the learnings that you guys have had in the process of, you know, building the business and getting in there and being passionate about it and having this mission and vision, like, what are some things that you guys have personally learned about yourselves in this process? Um, you gotta say no. Yeah. Even if it's going to disappoint someone, you have to protect your time and your peace, um, at the expense of other people's, uh, you know, sometimes as well. Um, yeah, you have to really get good at like delegating and uh, carving out time for stuff. Like we, you know, we're still in our relationship. That's very important to us. And like, <laughs> sometimes we go to dinner and don't want to talk about deer for, you know, we have to like catch ourselves. Like, all right, like we have to ask, like, can I bring up a deer question right now? Because that <laughs> yeah. stuff is never ending and it's just us running that business and working on it. And so it could, the waters can get muddied in that regard. And so we have to, yeah, just really be diligent about how we, you know, delegate our time and our resources and things like that that's really great that you have that awareness it's a lot of people we didn't always and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we have to be really mindful of it um yeah yeah that that and sort of the, the control aspect is something that i struggle with that um of just sort of letting go like e- even hiring people to be in the shop where i'm like what if they don't talk about the you know this very specific spirit that doesn't taste like whiskey you know i'm like what if they don't talk about it in the right way and that's me being like okay all yeah. right <laughs> maybe that's okay and um and dealing with that but then on the flip side i think we've learned that we can do this which was honestly mind-blowing um we just again we we've supported a lot of entrepreneurs we've supported uh, we've supported people running their businesses and making tons of money and for us to to own our own business and um and we talk about this a lot like the opening it on the first day and having one customer come up that's success like we've done it and after all the nights, the nights and the noodles of and the emails and the whatever to um to see just that come to life, we there were several days and months where we did not know that if that would happen. And learning that we can do this, we can bring things to life, um, 
it was huge. That was a big, yeah. that was a big learning thing yeah. for us. And we've made some massive mistakes along the way, some very costly <laughs> mistakes along the way. And to know that we can overcome those and still triumph um, was huge. Biggest mistake. <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> There's so many. Um, Our logo was one. Yeah. Uh, and this wasn't necessarily our yeah. fault, but, um, you know, we thought we would save some money using a uh, sort of design uh company or whatever and and so uh we got a, a logo design this is like obviously very early on um, this is online it's sort of a 99 dollar yeah, yeah, thing like you a, can you get know, a logo and we, we were like cool cool we just need something to put on everything and so <laughs> um we did that we thought we were in the clear and this is like when we were building our trailer and so the you know the guys are manufacturing it it was ready to go all they needed from us was the logo and so we rushed got that done uh we went to la for a little like pre-launch vacation um and uh by happenstance we walked down a street to go to a uh ice cream shop and they had literally the same logo same no color nope face same everything you Um, were walking down a street and you ran into an ice cream i I wanted vegan ice cream (laughs) and i wanted to walk there you're welcome we Uh, it was crazy like if we didn't leave we were leaving a movie if we didn't leave at that you know that right time we walked in that yeah. we would just happen to be close by that particular ice cream shop like and they just this, rebranded yeah they just rebranded and the same we'll, and they were we'll show you guys after yeah after, oh it, it, insane insane you know divine intervention whatever you want to call it uh and so we had to scramble and thankfully one of our, our good friends is a designer and she helped us create the brand that we have now yeah. which and is like way more beautiful way more unique than the previous logo obviously so, more unique yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. still expensive yeah. even though our, it was um, our friend but but you know we but we had gotten, you know, uh, cups and napkins and other tchotchkes printed. And so, did you send it to the ice cream shop? You're like, hey, guys. We did. Yeah. 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 And they were like, yeah. this is, we have no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, yeah. And we, we reached out to the design company that did it. And they were like, well, they did this first. Yeah. And so we we were we, we were at a loss. And so, yeah, we, we lost thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. Wow. And- okay. Well, so what did you learn from that? If you really want to save money, (laughs) (laughs) don't, Um, you know, yeah, like I think it was just cutting corners for something that is going to express and express who you are and what you're doing is just not going to be the way to do it. And and if you think you can get something done quickly and you're it's if you think that the hack if, if you've come up with a hack really quickly. That's not, not that's probably not yeah. going to You have to that. take time yeah. Yeah. for things like Lesson that. Lesson I'm still learning. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. We all are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So what? Um, what's the vision? Like, where do you guys want to go? Like, what's next for you guys? What's crazy is that, like, going into this year, we had all these goals of, like, we wanted to be featured in certain publications. We wanted to be sort of seen. Again, it's... We just want sort of, um, we just wanted, I guess, recognition, uh, but not recognition, but we just, we wanted people to come in and not just judge automatically. So we thought that through certain publications and even with specific influencers, we could get a little bit of that um, exposure exposure that could just bring people in who may otherwise be closed off to this concept. Um, and I was like, by the end of 2024, I'd love for this, this, this and to happen. Um, and that happened within like the first 10 days of the year. <laughs> oh and gosh. we've it's been incredible. 
So from here, we're kind of like, well, shoot. <laughs> um, and yeah, to take a step even, you know, back from that, like when we had the trailer, we thought we were going to have that for a year or two. Like we didn't think that we would have a brick and mortar because, again, when we were when we were conceiving of having the shop, when we were going to different spots, they were like, no, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Uh, and so the idea that we got our actual brick and mortar so quickly, uh, that That's was amazing. a huge goal in itself and that happened yeah. way quicker than we thought it would Ugh. um so now we're like shit we, sorry <laughs> it's fine it's okay it's uh, how we are a lot more bad here yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what um, like having your own business yeah. you just yeah. constantly like, day. Yeah. wow we Same. have to now we have to think of new goals and yeah. uh aim higher uh and so that's been a fun process to kind of figure out like yeah what is next that's what a, a great problem to have yeah, yeah. yeah. totally so and, good and something that we've learned about ourselves too is that that our goal setting is is maybe even not where it could be, you know, yeah. like we've even set these are goals. We were like, we're reaching for the sky. This is nuts. Uh, and really, we were just reaching for something that was actually totally doable. And so. Um, so, yes, it, it we are kind of in a, a moment of just reevaluating what what we can do and where we actually want to take this. If it is expanding locations, if it is. um if it is honestly me just hiring one person <laughs> yeah. um, and getting over my control issues uh, and we, and things like that. Yeah. We get a lot of like uh, bar managers and restaurants in the yeah. area who are looking to, you know, capitalize on the idea of having more non-alcoholic stuff on their menus. And mm. so they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what any of this stuff is. Like, oh my can you guys just help us? And so we're thinking of maybe expanding into consulting in a restaurant. Yes. So, so smart. Yeah. I love that. Well, it just goes to show you, like, if you have a passion for something and then you recognize that there's a gap mm. in a need yeah. and step into the gap, like how strong of a bit, how strong the business could potentially be. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of people who would listen to the people who said, no, I'm sorry. Oh. We're oh, yeah. we're laughing at you yeah. for like totally. thinking of coming into this brick and mortar and like look look at what you guys have done. So right. like and, it's amazing. And I think too for the for those supporting, I mean, um for the people who did say I love this, how that that holds so much more weight and that that was so powerful and I'm just I, we're so grateful that those people did even in just a fleeting moment say this is awesome. I think, you know, I would love to to go to that idea um, that that is huge and the power of those words and that kind of support can be totally transformative because we've definitely had moments of just like, what are we doing? Are we doing what? <laughs> and that can that can make all the difference, especially with all of the people going, huh? Yeah. yeah. I like beer with beer in it and you're like oh great oh god cool, thank dude. you yeah totally um and uh and we know it's yeah. just a matter of time for those people to catch on to you oh 100 yeah. percent. like every i mean i'm sure everybody knows somebody yeah. who's going through sobriety totally. in some yeah. way shape or form that yeah. and I, I just think about companies and organizations that are throwing parties like how mm -hmm. much more inclusive it would be if they have an option yeah. so you know to have you guys or the truck yeah. In a, in yeah. a yeah. space so that there's another place for them, for, for team members to go so that they yeah. feel like a part of, you know, of the organization and like not so isolated. Yeah. I think there's a huge level of like, just how do you bring people to be aware, yeah. right? Because I think totally. it's like coming back to there being that gap that knowing that there is something to fill it, that it's just like, let's just get it out and in oh front gosh. of people. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. The building awareness it. can 
be its own beast. Totally. And and that's also, you know, um, it, it some days we're like, we just kind of want to be a shop. Um, and, and then there is a lot of people who are like the awareness and the thing, the, these big things. And and yes, that, you know, that can be true. And it's sort of juggling sort of two, you know, actually two plus a million other things. <laughs> um of what you're really doing, right? Are you changing the world or are you just a shop on the east side? Um, and But at the same time, like, you know, I remember doing flip cup uh, with the team was all you could, that was your only thing that you could do. And I was like, well, shoot, um, would love it if I had the option to pour, you know, just a really great bubbling something something in here instead of uh, water, which they were like, that's, you'll be fine with that. Right, um, right. And when we do think of inclusivity and we do think about, team bonding for companies um holiday parties yeah, yeah. like oh, people, yeah. how many people make a fool of themselves every year yeah and then yeah, have exactly. to regret you know what they did the night before right or cost them their job like yeah so you know we get a lot of corporations or in, in businesses mm-hmm. reaching out being like we want to mitigate that and we want you guys to help <laughs> we want to keep uh, our VPs, yeah. yeah and we want them to be respected when they yeah. host, you know yeah. when they oh my throw gosh whatever yeah. Throw meetings. I'm like, it's a party, yeah, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything could be. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, where can people learn more about what you guys are doing here in Austin? Uh, yeah. You can go to our website, deardrydrinkery.com, or follow us on Instagram at deardrydrinkery. Or if you want to reach out to us directly, uh, email us at hello at deardatx.com. Oh. You said that. So effortlessly. Maybe like we've been practicing for a a year. I've said it a couple million times in my (laughs) life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Practice in the car. um, Dear dry drinkery. Dear dry drinkery. (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you guys for being on the show. We really appreciate you. And this was super, super fun and so exciting to learn what you guys are doing, changing the world. Yeah. But actually, right. Like that's the thing is uh, there's always that like, but you're changing someone's world. Yes. Um, But really, I think there is that with what y'all's business is. Yeah. So very kind. And Leslie, you've been a huge supporter of us since since day one. So we want to thank you for for having us here and being able to tell the story because it's people like you and platforms like this that allow us to, you know, share that message far and wide. Anytime. Shout it from the rooftops. I'll be there. (laughs) Lichen, lichen, and lichen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mother. Amazing. We mother. love it. Huge mother. Huge mother spray everywhere. <laughs> We're doing it. Love you guys. All right. Oh. Thank you guys for joining us. And please subscribe to the As You Are podcast on all major platforms. And we will see you again soon. 